Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is behind the steel curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you once again on Tuesday. It's nine o'clock. You're a Steelers fan. Where else would you want to be? I'm here where I want to be, hanging out with my big brother, Rich. Rich, how's it going tonight? It's going well. Turn your phone down. You are a professional. <laughs> I forgot that I let my kids use use my old phone, um, and that and that's the problem. That's what I use to make sure that I don't miss anything in the live chat, just in case there's something that I need to see mm -hmm. there. It's my backup, and uh, I didn't realize that they had turned the volume up on it because I always have the volume all the way down. So, yep, sorry about that, but uh, you doing okay. all right? You, oh, you, you know, uh, I'm I'm doing okay. The off season is officially in play. For all 32 NFL teams. Yes, that's something that we are going to talk about. This is the time that it's been the offseason for a lot of teams, but now it's official. There's nothing else that's that's there's not someone else that's still being held back. We know the draft order. Uh, we don't know the compensatory picks yet, but we'll get that eventually. Um, just a lot of various things going on, but we're going to talk about all right, what's next? We're going to get there. But before we do. We've got to do our typical brother thing where we catch up on stuff and everything. Did you actually watch this Super Bowl, big bro? Uh, well, let's see. First question. Did Tom Brady play in the Super Bowl? He did not. So, yes, watched, <laughs> yeah. I watched the Super Bowl. Um, I thought about only watching the first half, but actually it was pretty good. And Kyle yeah. wanted to continue to watch. So he and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, so. it was it it was it was an entertaining game. Yes. I will say that um, uh, our father was here visiting me. We, he's it's kind of been their tradition to watch the Super Bowl here, back from when you didn't live very close to them and you lived much further than all the rest of us. Um, that I used to be the person, the, the person that lived closest to our parents. Uh, I'm not anymore, but it's kind of a tradition that they come here. Um, so watch the game with 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 our parents. Um, I'll we'll get into a couple things here and there, but. I just thought it was overall an entertaining game. Was it as much of a nail biter as this, maybe the six games leading up to, to that game? I'm going to say no, but that was an, that's only because that was a serious run of six absolutely crazy games. You yeah. know, otherwise, I mean, you're saying the Super Bowl is still in doubt with under a minute left on a team with a team down three on the cusp of field goal range. Yeah, I'll take that every time if you just want an entertaining sure. game. Sure. So I'm um, going to ask you a couple things. One, yeah, I don't know. I, I know you you referenced the, the, the crying Bengals lady. Um, seems like an awful lot of Bengals fans are crying about the officiating. What do you have to say about the Bengals fans crying about the officiating? What were they crying about the officiating? The, 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 the holding call that gave them a first down on the touchdown how, that took the lead. Okay. Well, how about the fact that your long, your first play after halftime should have been a 10 yard <laughs> loss, not a touchdown. Yeah. It, no, 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 no. 15 yard loss. Oh, 15 yard <laughs> loss. That's not a personal touchdown. foul. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all, in all honesty, they want to cry about the officiating. If they would have won that game because those calls weren't called, let alone those calls, just the fact that that call that you mentioned wasn't made 
the Rams would have had a much bigger gripe than what the Bengals fans claim that they have. Um, that was a hold. It was. Now, had they been calling that specific type of play all game? No, they hadn't. But that one kind of happened in a little bit of wide open space. They're even crying about the pass interference. What was that? The next player, two plays later? Oh, my gosh. My, my, our father, as soon as that plays out, he's like, oh, that's a penalty. That's, he's like, oh, that's got to yeah. be a penalty. But before that, the flag that's even funny. came out, that was Kyle as well. <laughs> Kyle yeah. said, Kyle went, well, that's interference. Because <laughs> what exactly what our father said to me is like, yeah. He's like, but that's not a bad play by the defense because if he doesn't interfere him, he's catching it for a touchdown. Oh, yeah, it was a simple. Yeah. It was a and they're even upset about that call. Well, <laughs> what do you, why do you think they are? Just Because they lost. Instead of three yeah. words, it's two. Yeah. Just crying bangles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crying so. bangles. But honestly, I, as someone that I was pulling for the Rams because you don't cheer for uh, a division rival. It, it's interesting because um, the, the, the pastor of my church asked me Sunday morning, he said, he's like, so Bengals, I'm like, no, he's like, what now? And he's, he moved here from Dallas. So he's of course, uh, one of those rotten Cowboys fans. And I just said to him, I'm like, would you cheer for the Eagles in the Super Bowl?" He's like, but wait, nobody cheers for the Eagles. I'm like, well, True, but still, I'm like, would you cheer for a division rival in the Super Bowl? And he's like, I know. I'm like, I'm not either. I said, but I'm actually, I know Steelers fans that did. I didn't, but I wasn't gonna, it wasn't, I wasn't gonna be angry if they won the Super Bowl. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of I wonder if you feel the same way. I actually like this Bengals team being more successful than the last time they were in the in the postseason. Oh, yeah, because this team is actually doing things the right way, opposed to that awful Bengals team that the Steelers knocked out of the playoffs in what was that, 16? Something yeah. like that. Um, this is a team that's, I mean, you can hate the franchise because they were like that, but this team is actually doing stuff more the right way than that old team. You, you can agree with that? Oh, yeah, I could yeah. definitely. I mean, you just. Mm-hmm. You just hated those guys because they were jerks. Now you just hate them because they were the Bengals. See, there's a difference. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just. I don't not like them because they're jerks. I right now just don't like them because they play in Cincinnati and wear those god-awful orange and black striped helmets. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I mean, nothing personal. You're just, that's just what they are. You know, that's why, honestly, you wouldn't know the truth. That's part of the reason why I don't follow college football as like some others do. I mean, I'll pay attention to teams, but I don't get into players, everything like that. And I don't fall in love with players before the draft because I keep telling you the same thing. People that fall in love with players before the draft, next thing you know, that players were in purple or orange or, or dirty baby diaper color. Um, And that's why I don't, it happened. Two years ago, with a run with the running back that Dow wears purple, but missed this season. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Did he missed the whole season, or did he play a little bit at the beginning? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, doesn't doesn't matter. No. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So those are the that's part of the reason why I don't get into college football players because what if it's someone that I liked in college and then all of a sudden they're on a team that I can't stand? Yeah. So, 
Um, it is what it is. So, uh, Steel Dog Idiot, I see your super chat. I'm not bringing it up yet because that is a discussion we're going to get into here once we are done our Super Bowl discussion. But uh, you think they got the MVP right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people wanted to argue. Yes, Aaron Donald did wreck that game at the end, but he was. Aaron Donald was a non factor in the first half. Well, the reason he was a non-factor is you, if you did pay attention, they were, they were putting three guys paying attention the, to him. Yeah. Right, but the Rams also were, weren't were making any changes in the first half. They made changes in the second half, which yeah. then freed Donald up. Well, so. and then the, one of the Bengals' offensive linemen decides they're going to mix it up with Aaron Donald's yeah, sideline because he didn't like how he pushed Joe Burrow out of bounds. Yeah, that was stupid. When he made contact with Burrow, one foot was on the ground, and the other foot might have barely, you know, one was already down, definitely, but the other foot might have barely clipped inside, you know, it was almost he almost had two more feet down while, while Donald was hitting him. It was my point. It was really that close. It was nowhere close to a bad hit. It wasn't a no. dirty hit. And if you have a problem with that hit, this is something I really wanted to talk about. If you have a problem with that hit on Joe Burrow, and you don't like that Aaron Donald hit him kind of hit him harder when he was going out of bounds, you know who you have to blame for that? Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. There you go. And those quarterbacks that want to juke like that want to go like they're easy enough to go out of bounds, and then all of a sudden take off down the sidelines because they know if you come and hit them and they make that sidestep, it's going they're going to get the yardage that way from penalty. So instead, then they won't make the sidestep and or and then just get you because you you aren't going one hundred percent at them because you don't want the penalty. Those quarterbacks that do those moves, that's why I would love nothing. It drives me nuts, you know. Still didn't like the fake slide that they kept showing from Kenny Pickett in college. Don't like that kind of thing, okay? I don't because if it's it's one thing to make all these rules to protect the quarterback, then it's another thing for those quarterbacks to take those rules and manipulate them. And I, I'm glad that the NCAA changed that rule or, or clarified that on the spot, you know, that it without another week going by. But those kind of things drive me nuts. If you don't like it because he was going out of bounds anyway and he hit him with two, you know, with two feet still in bounds, then guess what? Other it's it's other quarterbacks that are ruining that and and aren't allowing players to do that. I'm sorry, no, right. rant over. Okay, so but that kind of they kind of you know um, they they released the kraken. You know they awoke in the beast yeah. Yep. and uh, yeah, Aaron Donald. I mean he would even even if he was being double teamed, it was just like you know what I'm done. I'm taking this over. So fun game, fun game. Wouldn't you say? Yes, I was happy yeah. about one thing. What's that? That the Rams did not get another sack in that game then. Because that would have broken um they tied the record, right? They tied correct. the steel the, the um, record. And no one got more than four, right? I don't know. Well, because that's an unofficial statistic because they weren't individual statistics back then. But uh, I'm pretty sure Elsie Greenwood still holds that record of four sacks in a Super Bowl. Um, I didn't look at the final stat line of the Super Bowl. I just didn't, you know, I was busy cleaning up and stuff like that. Um, I didn't pay attention if bad talked about the halftime show. 
that this is probably the first Super Bowl you've watched in a long time, right, Rich? Um, this was yeah. the first halftime show I actually watched in in probably ten years. It was great. Somebody <laughs> somebody asked if I love if I like the halftime show in there. I don't remember who it was, uh-huh. but I, I did. Except that, except. Oh, uh, okay. So I got I got to tell this fun story. So several years okay. ago. Several years ago, I'm at a conference, and one of my friends at the conference was talking about how he was just about to turn 50, and he got his his uh, he got his AARP catalog in the mail. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And um, Dr. Dre was on the cover. <laughs> oh no, it gets better. So then mm-hmm. this guy he he made up his own song of Dr. Dre nothing but a g thing he said it, it was it, it's nothing but a p thing baby mm-hmm. i'm up at 3 a.m <laughs> yeah no but that, that was actually yeah, fun yeah, halftime yeah. it was yeah i i you know why I, I had to say this everyone was saying on twitter oh this is going to be the most epic halftime show ever i'm like do they have something crazy planned and i, I put this in the slack channel no joke california love it comes out i'm like is Tupac going to show up after pretending to be in dead for 25 years? Yeah. <laughs> Did he do all this just to set it up? But we all know that isn't the case because Lance Williams killed Tupac. So we'll just move on from that. <laughs> um, um, old joke with that one. Um, so, yeah, I actually paid attention just to kind of see what was going on. And, uh, yeah, you know, it wasn't anything that I thought was always oh, fantastic, but it was like interesting throwback stuff. I could yeah. enjoy it. So let's move on to Steelers stuff because well, I mean we had to talk about the Super Bowl. It was the last game of the NFL season. Sure. Because we are now on to 2022. I mean, I know we've been here for a month and a half, but now we're on to the 2022 season. It, it it's what we are. And the Steelers have a lot of things to do, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. What's next? And actually came up with this idea, came up with this title of what's next for the Steelers in the 2022 offseason before. The news, which Steel Dog 88 brought up, $5 into the tip jar. Thank you very much. He said, hey, bros, I like the pick for LL Coach, although not Munchak, but still I like it. Well, you're probably in the minority there, Steel Dog 88, because my goodness, that's why I filter out a lot of my Steelers Twitter and try to only follow things that are that helps me with news because my goodness. There are some people that are very, very upset about this hire. Yes, and I haven't seen him in the live chat, but you know, we had to we had to talk <laughs> one BTSers. Um, we, 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 we had to talk Andrew Wilbar off the ledge today. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, but there was a lot of people that in our in our staff channel we had a discussion of this, and we get to be the first show since this hire, so this is what makes it kind of fun. Uh, if you haven't heard, um, the Steelers hired. Why can I? I forget his, his first name. Rob. I know it's Meyer. The last name's Meyer, and I can't believe that I already forgot. And I wrote the article. Uh, I'll tell you what I think it is. Is I'm sitting here looking yeah. it up. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to say it Pat. Was Pat. Aha! There you go. Pat. It's Pat. I knew it was something that was short because I was trying to look up his playing career and it wasn't coming up on Pro Football Reference. So I tried to plug in a, a longer first name there. So well, you know, I'm trying to scroll back through all of Andrew's <laughs> jumping off the Tommy Bridge talk. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: they at least hired somebody that's done the job before. 
Now, the biggest complaint that people have, oh, look at the uh, offensive lines where he already came from. But, I mean, some of the point that, that was brought up in the, in the staff channel was, um, can you name more than five other offensive line coaches in the NFL? No. I can name one. Yeah. Who's that? And and he's unemployed currently. Yeah, with, with, with Mike Munchak? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this guy got fired from Carolina. You know, Munchak just got fired from, from Denver. And I, the report is apparently the Steelers may or may have reached out, but it seems like he's not interested in leaving Denver because of why he moved there in the first place. He might not even really be up for doing a lot of coaching. So um, it is what it is. At least it's someone that's that's done the job, apparently. I know Jeffrey Benedict's looked at some stuff. He thinks that the schemes that he was in, especially in Carolina, might not have been the right fit. It was a better fit in uh, in in was it San Diego at the time or Los Angeles? I don't know. The Chargers. Yeah. We'll just say yeah. that. Um, and talked about that's when they had Gordon and Eckler both running. Um, well, would would he would he have looked better in Carolina if they'd have been handing the ball to CMC? For the yeah. past two years, every play and not having to hand it off to, you know, some other dude. Yeah. And also you've got to realize do you, what are, what are you being given to work with? My point is the fact that it's not, Oh, well there's two there. What's the two names of people were out there. Cause they were former head coaches that were O-line guys, Munchak and cable. Just because it's not one of those guys, everyone's up in arms. Well, it's the outside hire you wanted. Oh, but he came from, you know what? I also saw some other things like you want to look at PFF ratings. Fine. Here's some other ratings that use numbers and the, they weren't nearly as bad as those. Right. So my, my thing is, is let's see what he can do. Let's sure. see what he can do. And yes, he, yes, he was at NC state, but it was way before Matt Canada was there. Yes. He was a grad assistant at Memphis, but it was actually the year after coach Tomlin was a grad assistant at Memphis. So they've been in some of the same places, but not at the same time with some of the other staff. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I think it's a great hire. I'm also not going to sit here and think that I, that it's a terrible one either because yeah. you know, what what are we going to do? Go go get a college line coach? You know, what are the I, options out there? I, I don't really know better options. Look, I, I look at it this way, okay? Uh -huh. Because he is who he is, we don't know a whole lot about it. You know what we can do? We can sit back and wait and see what he can produce. Yeah. Yep. If if we go through next year and the offensive line for the Steelers is way better, everybody's going to be like, oh, man, that was a steal. Yeah. And if it's not any better, they're going to say, this guy's a bum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at least then they're doing it off of what they see on the field. So. Exactly. Exactly. So let's see if the line gets any better this fall. You're, and, that's and exactly the one thing we can't, And the one thing we can't say is, oh, they shouldn't have promoted that guy from within. We always promote from within. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the Steelers, that's that's one move they made, and that was a big move. There was a lot of things, a lot of questions, um, you know, when it comes to free agency, draft, all that other stuff. What are the Steelers going to do? They, they kind of needed to get a coach in there. But if we're answering the question of tonight's show, which is what what's next for the Steelers 2022 offseason, there is definitely an order of operations here. And yes. sometimes we get to be jumping the gun at times, 
And that's and some of that's because things go a little bit back and forth. But the the most important thing is the Steelers need to shore up their coaching staff. Yeah, um, they need to fill, fill out, not sure. Yeah, fill out. Yes. Thank you. That is a much better choice of words. Um, and that's why you're here is to is to fix where I screw it up. So, and, and, and you keep me awfully busy. And, and never let me forget about it ever. Well, that's just the brother part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're you're looking at a, at a assistant offensive line coach. You're looking at, but you can't hire that until you hire your offensive line coach. You're looking at uh, most likely an outside linebacker coach. Yep. Um, granted, they, they had an assistant outside linebacker coach under under Keith Butler. Maybe they just do the promotion. I don't know, or, or what they're doing there. Um, are they going to replace um, Coach Austin's role in the secondary, or is he staying in that role as he takes over defensive coordinator um this was something i asked it in in the staff channel i'm like we're so Mm -hmm. upset about an assistant coach uh can anyone name for me the steelers current secondary coach not coach austin he's been he was here he came in last year who's the steelers secondary coach i'd be interested i'm you know i'll give kudos the first person that puts in the live chat um but you can't look it up don't go look it up see if you actually remember who it is of course they'll look it up of course they'll They'll look it up, you know. So that's just one of those one of those things. So do you know? Oh, we don't know this coach, um, but do we even know our own coaches that we have? Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Steelers do if, um, with those coach with those coaching jobs. But that's kind of basically the first thing that they need to do. The other yep. thing they need to do is they need to figure out some of their own guys if they want to if they're going to keep them. Hey, there we go. Steel Dog eighty eight says I can't remember, but um, but uh, now I'm trying to remember what it is because someone threw another name out there. Um, um, but uh, but someone said because they said Bradley. No, that that was before. Okay, but it, it does end. The last name does end in a Y. I will say that. So very interesting stuff. Rich, isn't that the next step is taking care of the guys that you could actually sign now before the start of the the league year? Yeah, you've got to figure out what are those guys, which of those guys are you going to make a priority and go get it done? Absolutely. Absolutely. And now, just because they don't sign them before the start of, of free agency, oh, doesn't mean that they still can't sign them. Right. So uh, notice no one said, I, I threw people off. I said they, the, the last letter was right. That's for the guy's first name, not his last name. So I, was, I messed that up. So yeah, I've got no one that can tell me the Steelers secondary coach in the live chat so far. <laughs> so uh, that that's that's pretty good. Yeah, like Juju Smith-Schuster, they're going to bring him back. Um, are they, you know, are they going um, – Akello Witherspoon, Joe Hayden, mm-hmm. some of these players, um, Taco Charlton, Montrevis Adams. Some of them are bigger guys, some, you know, bigger name guys. Some of them aren't. Ray Ray McLeod, stuff like that. These are guys that they could look into Chooks of Core for. You know, that's what needs to, they, they need to show this up. Um, we could break down, and other shows have broken down, you know, who, 
how many, you know, which ones of those guys are going to keep. And we'll get into that uh, eventually because some other people have, have, have covered that recently. So that's a show in, in among itself, but yeah, they, they need to, they need to look at their own players and see what they need to do in order to identify what they need. And you're like, well, maybe they could sign someone later on. Look at what happened last year. I'm still not sure. And, it, and I'm really glad that it worked out this way because of how everything went down. Does Chris Wormley get the deal he gets if Tyson Alualu didn't leave for two weeks to Jacksonville and then not really go? Right. Yeah. Good question. You know, very, um, very, very interesting thing. So that's why it's nice if you can lock your own guys in beforehand to do it. Now, last year was a little bit different because of that massive salary cap reduction. We don't know exact the exact number for the salary cap this year, but we have a really good indication based on um, some some limitations they they set forth. Do the Steelers have to make quote unquote cap cuts this year? Hey, we finally got someone who I'm sure looked it up. There it is. Okay, Brian Brown knew that it was Grady Brown. Maybe he remembered because it was the same last name. But finally, how long? Maybe did it's it take his uncle. Get that? Yeah, maybe it's his uncle. Um, or his brother from another mother. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Steel Dog 88 finally said he had to cheat and answered it too. So now I can't remember what did I ask you. <laughs> it got me distracted. What it was um, do, do the Steelers have to make cap cuts? Yes. Do they have to? No. Will they? Yes. Yeah. Because are there players on the team that aren't worth the amount of salary cap they would be taking up next year. Yeah. Yes. Sure. I, 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 now, does it mean that those players are gone? Very well, likely. Well, they could be. Does it mean that those players could be given a different contract, different contract restructure, knock down the cap hit? Maybe all those things. Yep. Uh, uh, agreed. You know, the the biggest one I know this because uh, if you are checking out behind the steel curtain.com, your one stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, I've been doing um, the exit interview articles one per day uh, for some time now. We're in the last week of them. We're almost done. Uh, where we go over two two players looking at how they you know what do you say about them going forward, and um, it, it's Joe Schobert tomorrow. Joe Schobert is a big opportunity to, to get some, some salary cap space. Do they need that space? Are they desperate for that space like they were last year? No. But is Joe Schobert really worth that salary cap number for next year, which just so happens to be the fifth highest of any player under contract with the Steelers? I would say under contract because Ben Roethlisberger still has – a dead bunny cap hit. Right. Um, but Joe Schobert is almost $10 million cap hit for next year. Is Joe Schobert a $10 million player? No. And they could save like seven and a half million there. Players like Zach Banner, where they could make some, you know, something back. But I wouldn't be surprised if Banner basically gets, you know, maybe they give him a, a deal and add another year on and whatever his salary was going to be this year is, is they're going to split up between a salary and a signing bonus and spread it out to another year. And that next year, you know, they could do something like that, but I don't know that they should based, based on everything. But um, someone like Joe Schober, one of the things I, I suggested that uh, suggested is 
maybe it's a restructure for Schobert to knock down that cap hit this year, spread it out, to give him another year to see if he's really the fit that they wanted or not. Because after this year, his base salary goes up to over $10 million. You know, so I could see something like that maybe maybe happening. Um, but those are things that the Steelers have to do. What is everyone enamored with right now? What's What are all Steeler fans really focused on and really – really pouring so much of their heart and soul and energy into, well, maybe not all of them, but a, but a certain group of them. They love to mock these things like crazy. Hello? Don't get me started. I know, I know. But but but, but what is what don't, is everyone don't so... Don't get me started. What are so many people so ultra-focused on? The draft. The draft. And you know what? That's really far down That's the world of operations. Away. It really yep. is. Now, the only reason I'm bringing it up is we're really close to something that did not happen last year, and that is the NFL Combine. So, in other words, that's that's really – if you want to look and see what people are doing and who's out there, that's great, grand, and wonderful. But to me, the NFL draft so – you can't and, – Andrew's here now. Oh, Andrew's here. So <laughs> he didn't jump off the bridge today. Oh, he didn't jump uh, – yeah. So – yeah, so so you're he, still here. Glad to see you're safe, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Glad to see you're I, safe. I think, like I said, if okay. like Jeff said, if it wasn't frozen over, I think he could make it. Um, just everyone's enamored with the draft, and there's nothing wrong with being prepared for it. But I mean, I even do the mock draft Monday articles, and I'm trying to throw out things, and that can change so so much. Yeah, the Steelers need to add to their offensive line. Are they going to do it strictly through the draft? Don't start saying draft to me yet. No, I mean, you're shrugging and everything. I'm like, for the listeners out there, uh, I'm like, say just, something. Stop. Just, <laughs> sorry. It, it, yeah. it's, it's too soon. Like, uh, I'm going to pick on Andrew because Andrew's already knee deep in, in, you know, in guys that he's looking at, which you know what, Andrew, God bless you. Yes. Because we need that I guy. On staff correct. Does that. I yeah. can't do it. I won't yeah. do it. Why? Because I, I hate spending a bunch of time on, on a hundred guys hoping that three of them end up on the Steelers. Yeah. And we will bleeding up to the drafts do what we've done the last two years and we would run a mock draft simulator with the live chat. We'll yep. make sure we do that show again this year. And that's fun. But you know what? I'm not touching a mock draft right now because I, I use the example of the Steelers signing Eric Ebron all the time, but seriously, right now, everyone's talking about the Steelers need this, that, or the other thing. Oh, they, they really need to shore up that offensive line. If they go out and sign three good quality who you think could be starter free agents for the offensive line? What does that do with totally, that need for this? Totally changes. Totally changes draft strategy. Totally changes. Doesn't mean that they won't address it. They just might not address it as high. If the Steelers don't sign any of their wide receivers that they're losing, and they all they have left is Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, what does that do to wide receiver? 
Yeah, it probably moves it up it some moves in the draft. It up. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to move it to well, the top spot. Uh, but no, it's going to actually, end. no, it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they do that draft because if they don't re-sign any of those guys, what if they sign somebody else? Well, that's my point. I mean, if they don't re-sign those guys and they don't, and let's say they get one guy in free agency, okay, you're going to have to go out and do, you know, you're going to add, yep. have to add to it somewhere. So you have positions that, I mean, right? Look at the Steelers at cornerback right now. Cornerback, make sure that I say that, you know. Um, enunciate well there. Enunciate your words. You That's... are a professional. <laughs> if if they don't sign either a free agent or one of their own back, that's a huge need. Huge need yep. going in going into the draft. But that could that need could go to almost zero if they if they do it in free agency. So that's ultimately there's so much with the Steelers draft that could change it in free agency. Now, of course, you've got the whole quarterback question. Now, I don't think that question's going to go away. Uh, the Steelers could sign three free agent quarterbacks, and they still might think that they're going to draft one, just because of the nature of the position. But um, we've already said before, don't even talk about trading for a quarterback. It's not worth giving up the capital. It's not, you know. Right on what one of the before we even hit start on the show, people were talking about trading for Jimmy G. Oh my goodness, I think that's a terrible idea. I mean, you can't get much worse of an idea than that. Why would you want to A give up all the draft capital it would take to get him? B pay him $24 million against your salary cap. When C is he that is he a $20 million upgrade over what you would start otherwise? For one season? No, I think so. yeah. I mean, let alone what you're going to have to give up in the draft to get him. So remember, this this isn't Madden. That's why I think it's no. So a lot of people are talking about these positions. Quarter cornerback is a must, but it's got to be addressed through these two things. So that's why the order of operations is so important here. It's all about free agency coming on at noon on Monday, March 14th is when the legal tampering period begins where teams can start talking to players um, in order to then sign contracts that that would that they could sign them at 4 p.m. on Wednesday, March 16th. So we are less than a month away from this happening. This is the next big thing. So the Steelers need to... Yes, but before yeah. they get there... Yeah. We need to finish filling out the coaching staff. Exactly. You got to fill out the coaching staff and you got to see if you can, you got to have an idea who's coming back next year. And that can, and yes, some of them are going to carry over into free agency. We've talked about on the Steelers preview a lot. We are like, that's one of those players that you say, Hey, this is what we're willing to pay you. You want to go test the market? This is your deal from us. You go. If you want to check back in, check back in. I could see that coming with someone like a Chooks Cora for. Sure. You know, um, that, that that's someone that they might want to want to be that way. I think somebody like a, a killer Witherspoon, they should try to see what they can do now before he's out there. Um, but yeah, so coaching staff, seeing what you can do with your own team, free agency. Then once that, remember, there's still free agency after the draft. It's just not that flurry of things. Right. And it also is the whole notion of not counting towards the compensatory formula. So 
That's really what it needs to go. So that's how things are going. I did the article behind the steel curtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, that talks about the key dates coming up. Okay. The waiver period kicked in yesterday. Um, in a week from today is when is when teams can start to use the franchise transition tag. I don't see the Steelers using that at all. Do you? No, I don't know that there's I don't think there's really anybody out there. We talked about who could be out there. They could use it on, and we're just like, nope, not worth what no, you really. didn't have it yep. have to give them for a contract. No. Yep. And and then you know, in in two weeks is the scouting combine. Yeah, which is which will be good to get more information. But I'm still not diving headfirst into really what the Steelers themselves are going to be doing until after that free agent period that happens uh, a month from now. And remember. Well, you're, you're going to be dealing with off-season workouts starting. They actually start on my birthday. Um, so they start about, oh. a, uh, about a week and a half before the draft is when off-season workouts are going. Then you have the draft. And then not long after the draft, you've got rookie minicamp. You know? And then that's OTAs. And then all of a sudden, we're all excited about OTAs. Then you get that six weeks down period. And then, boom, we're in a training camp. It's February. We're two days removed from the Super Bowl, and I feel like I can. I, there's a path to training camp. <laughs> With the only thing really standing in the way, that six weeks where we're sitting around saying, "Oh, geez, what are we going to talk yeah. about tonight?" Yeah, it's called the mid. It's called like what is about the second week of June to the end of July. That, that it's that whole time in there that you're like, I don't want any Steelers news because most likely it's bad, you know, uh, things of that nature. And then once you get to training camp and preseason, then you're going to talk about stuff like the Minka Fitzpatrick deal, if they can get, if they extend in. I see that being, I don't know that it'll be a TJ Watt situation or anything like that, um, but I see that being something that is more more on that timeline, but I don't know if it's going to be handled in the same way with the whole practicing and everything. Right. So, but um, you oh, pop I forgot one. we got to throw it in there. I'm gonna pop one up here for you. Oh, I forgot throw about up. that one. Yeah, we have you yeah. mentioned him. Hope they resign Edmonds. Thank you, Reginald. Yeah, I do too because he fits well. But it's all about. I'm glad they didn't use the fifth year option on him. Because I don't know at the time they had to make the decision if he was worth that money. Right. I'd much rather sign him. If you're going to pay him that amount of money, I'd much rather do that for a multi-year deal. So that's another one that I'd like to. Hey, his his brothers all signed his. You know, he's on a futures contract. So um, to to stay, who spent the season on the practice squad. So maybe he'll be around. So. Right. Some some good stuff. And remember, after the draft is when we'll we'll be dealing with um, a new Steelers GM. So that's another thing on the horizon. So correct. Um, anything else you want to say about uh, about these order of operations and things to look forward to? No, you know the biggest things I, I'd put out there to, to fans that are out there listening is is let's not let's not get too far ahead of ourselves in things. I know it's tough because we all want to get super excited, mm -hmm. but we have to try to remember and stay patient. Yeah. Okay. Stay patient. Things will play out. Some of it we will think is really good. Parts of it. Yes. We will think is really bad. And guess what? Every team goes through this. Yes. 
Yeah. So. And, uh, and yeah, and it's funny because there was a, there, there was a comment in there about they're ready for the Andrew Wilbar draft show. Uh, we said to Andrew, we are going to have Andrew on the show. The question is, is how early do we want to talk about the draft? <laughs> We knew we weren't. Oh, going I thought, to I, no, I thought we we're going to have an extra fun. We're going to have Andrew on, and we're not allowed to talk. <laughs> we're about not the allowed to talk about when he's on air. We're going to make him yeah. talk about anything but that. Yeah, you, yeah, that we're not allowed to talk about the draft. No, you know what? I, Matty P loves the draft. I know. You know I, I oh, it's the two still... of it. It's it's Matty P and Andrew on. Yeah. On the Slack channel, I mean, they they just yeah. really really go, and sometimes I really have to stop and read their stuff because they're just. Going on, and I'm I, I just read it and try to catch up a little bit because I yeah. want to at least have an idea what they're talking about. Yeah, um, and I and Andrew brought up something then, and I want to remind people of this. Well, because people might not know this. Okay, um, let's go real quick before we get into our final question. I do want to I, I want to give the rundown. Yep. Behindthesteelcurtain.com. We I've mentioned it several times, but if you've stumbled onto this podcast, it's the first time you've listened to us. This, this is the family show. This is just two brothers talking about what they would talk about football and Steelers wise over the last week. We have so many different shows. We have a YouTube show. We are, I'm not exactly sure when it's premiering, but we're going, we are having adding a Sunday YouTube show. I'm not sure what time of day it is. I'm not sure what it's called yet. I, it was my understanding it was coming the Sunday after the Super Bowl, but I don't know that we have everything nailed down yet. So keep an eye out for that. Otherwise, our YouTube lineup is the same. The only thing that changed is um, Know Your Enemy versus The Curtain Call. It's the same people, but it, it's just a different name um, because we don't have enemies in the offseason. Well, they're still there, but we don't want to well, talk we, about yeah. them. <laughs> um, they, don't so, get, they don't get any more press than, from yeah. us than they deserve in the offseason. Yeah, and and the Steelers hangover that's on Mondays, I don't think – I don't know if they're changing their name this year um, – but they are they are going at an earlier time, like they do many times in the off season. They're they're going around five thirty Eastern. Uh, we're going to hold our regular time. I already mentioned uh, the curtain call, the the preview. You're like we don't preview games, we preview all kinds of other stuff. So that's that's you know the the, the triumphant trio of myself, Jeff Hartman, and Brian Anthony Davis doing that. And then Tony's got his Friday night show, and you've got the got the Aussies doing. Well, it's our Saturday show, but they get to do it on Sundays um, because they're coming at us from the future from down under. Um, but we also have our, t- our our regular morning lineup is, is still the same with Let's Ride on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. These are the audio-only podcasts. If you're only catching us on YouTube or Facebook Live, you are missing a lot because those are fun. Uh, Jeff's Let's Ride, I don't miss one. Okay, You got Michael's uh, Michael Beck's Live Michael Tuesdays, My Stat Geek on Thursdays. I was going to say I don't miss that one either, but I did miss um, um, week before last um, with stuff going on with my family but uh <laughs> um so other than that you know i don't miss it because i'm the one talking uh then we have our noon lineup now it's getting shifted around a little bit um i know i, I know my screen just went black and came back am i am i still with you what i can't hear yeah. you <laughs> yeah um that i i we're shifting some things around some things are getting moved you know bumped um, up in the week a little bit more. Uh, I one thing I can say for sure is that the it was the fantasy football fix well, with Jeremy Betts. The whole reason I'm bringing this up is Andrew Wilbar is joining that show that's going on Mondays at noontime talking about draft stuff. So they're there, and I know Jeffrey's staying on Tuesday at his with his um uh cutting room floor show. Where we still got Yins, uh, 
the sh show is coming at you. We've got Maddie, Maddie P's War Room. We've got um, even though I enjoyed the pregame show so much with Brian Anthony Davis and and KT Smith, also known as Cliff Harris is still a punk. Um, we enjoyed that so much. We're like, you guys want to keep going, even though there's not games, you know, to do as a pregame show. So they're rolling on through the offseason, which is really great. So a little bit of a shifting around from days with the noon lineup, but we're coming at you. We're not, we're not cutting shows. When, when you're, when you're sitting around down. bored and thinking, man, you know, at work or someplace, man, I just wish I had something to listen to. Get over to BTSC, man. We've got plenty for you to listen to. If you like I, to hear a bunch of guys talking Pittsburgh Steelers football, you name it, it's out there. Sorry, I just I, I got so caught up in the show. We do have to say there was a pretty important Pittsburgh milestone tonight with uh, Cindy Crosby scoring his 500th goal in the first period against the Philadelphia Flyers. And then what did this, what did the Penguins do after having a 2-1 lead after one? They gave up three goals in the second period. And we're down four to two when the show started. But huh, what do you know? Win five to four, according to Cats Tyler. Snake, the Penguins came back and put and put up two in the third um, over the Flyers. Thank you, Tyler W. Um, I, I said they put up two in the third. Um, that was to tie, and then they won in overtime. So, um, yeah. But I just wanted to remind you all of of our podcast breakdown. It's so much. I don't know how anyone can listen to it all. If you're one of those people that you're like, I get, I listen to every show. I applaud you. Kudos to you. You know, you. Yeah, you, it's not me, but yeah. I catch yeah, the ones I mean, that I, I can, and I have particular ones that I really, really like. Yeah, and that's kind of what our philosophy is. It's not we. You could go with the philosophy of. Oh, we'll have so many shows that every that that we'll have a certain group in there and you'll want to catch all of them. Or I like our philosophy is that I feel that we have something for everybody. We have a we have different shows for what Steelers fans are looking for. Now, if you're not a Steelers fan, you're probably not gonna like it. So sorry, we're not changing that. But nope. we've I, I hope really hope that we have uh, something for everybody um that, that you can check them out. So make sure you get that. Rich. We're a little bit later than we were last week when we get to this question, but I ha did you have a question? Because I have a question. No, oh, okay. I'm going to let you roll with it tonight. I didn't get one okay. based on our uh, based on our title tonight. So, gotcha. I have one. Well, we talked about uh, now. Remember, I'm going to ask this question. Rich is going to answer it. I'm going to answer it. I'm reminding you of the rules. I'll still put you in timeout. If you answer the question in the live chat before I actually have the question typed. In the live chat with someone that has a little BTSC logo on the side. If you bring it up, I'll put you a timeout. And I, it's that simple. But you can you can wait. And you're and I and I'm going to make another rule this time. You only get one answer. If you list two, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not you've got read one. my lips. Not gonna not gonna all right. Not gonna die. Here's the question I asked for you, Rich. Give me one position that the Steelers are adding that you are the most confident in that the Steelers are going to add in free agency. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm not talking draft, I'm talking free agency. They will yep. add a free agent. Uh, wide receiver. 
That's a good one. A free agent. That was not my. That receiver. was actually not my first thought. But I almost answered something else, and I stopped for a minute, and I was like, "Nope, wide receiver will be more likely where they do it." Yep. Um, here, up oh, here you go. I'm already putting people in timeout. Oh, look at all these people, you folks! My goodness, how uh, how much Follow. do I have to give you? Uh, uh, why to bring it up? So many, so many people are doing it. Dang on here, I'll, I'll have to help. Regular, regulars are doing it. I know. Regulars are doing it. My goodness, shame on you, people... shame on you Michael shame O'Malley. You. See, yep. I'll call out a regular. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. My goodness, Mark Tobin. My goodness, I, I just, I literally sat here and explained it to everybody. Just I literally sat here and explained lately. it to everybody. So my 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 goodness, my they're goodness. just all such rebels. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They don't I, I don't follow get it. the rules. So you they say make wide the receiver. Rules. Okay. Um, you say wide receiver. I'm going to say guard. Okay. I'm going to go specifically the line. I'm going to say I think they yeah. have a have a guard. And there it is. Now, now. it's in the live chat. Now, now press the live chat. Now you can press send. So my goodness, we had to. Now nobody's, nobody's going to answer, and we're going to be left sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's the case, good night, everyone. Oh my goodness, they just went Whoa. crazy. Uh, it was frozen. Yeah. That's what was going yeah. on. I guess. So here we there go. We go. got Tyler W. Nope. I'm taking yours down. Doesn't count. You that was two. two. I'm okay with BF Bud. You can say O line. O line. Yep. You don't have to get. Specific, okay. as specific. George Teston got very specific. He said, right, right tackle. Like that. Okay. Kathy Ford says corner. That was okay. where I was going to go. The question so, Kathy, is, we were, we were, we were on there. Was we were, we were on the same page there, Kathy. I switched to wide receiver last minute. And it's all in how you're choosing to answer the question, because you could say, I was thinking outside free agents, someone who didn't play for the CEOs last year, they could sign multiple corners that they had last year and not go outside. But I, I could really see them not doing that and going outside as well. So yeah. uh, that's why I wasn't, I went guard because I'm pretty sure they go do that. Um, Steel Dog 88 says offensive guard, OG. Uh, Bully Bob Kettle, interior lineman. Okay. Um, Steelers Pittsburgh says O-line. Stacy Lynn says quarterback. Free agent quarterback. Wow. Okay. Uh, Brian uh, Blackstock says offensive tackle. He said something they like particular for them to do. But um, Blair Hot says offensive line. Okay. In free agency. Mm -hmm. uh, Patricia Castaneda says O-line. Kobe. I'm going to say Kobe. Sorry, Kobe. Kobe Grant, cornerback. Okay. Uh, Manuel Lopez Lacroix. How'd I do there? Not bad. Not bad. Quarterback or CB. Andrew Wilbar, offensive tackle. Okay. Reginald Rivers, nose tackle. Nose tackle. Ooh. Mm. I could I could see that, you know, because uh Alo Alo's coming back, but he's gonna be 35. Yep. Um and the question is if they if they bring bring back uh Montrevis Adams, do you count that as a free agent signing? I don't know. Okay, Tyler W decided to jump in and go very specific. You know, Tyler, I gave you a hard time because you went both offense and defense, but then he goes specific right guard. So he he definitely made your overcorrection. Okay. Um Sherry Richard says 
O-line, and that's all I'm going to read. Uh, Garrett Slinger, <laughs> Slingerland says, linebacker, did not go specific inside or no, outside. No, did not go. Yeah. No, I, actually, I almost went linebacker, but I yeah. wasn't sure which one of the two to go with, so I went guard. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but Garrett, Garrett, you're probably right. We probably do pick up somewhere mm-hmm. a linebacker of some sort. Yeah. Would not surprise me a bit. Uh, Andrew Wilbar says if he's not allowed, maybe he should have jumped off the bridge after all. If he's not allowed to talk about the draft, if he comes on the show, okay. Uh, thanks, Wing Joe says best O lineman available. I like that, and I don't, you know what? I said, you know guard, what? That's... Just because I tried to be specific, I'd rather him just get a good O lineman, yeah. You know what? Thanks, anyway. Joe. That's a, that's actually really good because you know, we talk about that best available piece or when it comes to the draft. Mm-hmm kind of stuff we use that word best available best available best available we don't say that very often in free agency why not yeah yeah so thanks mean joe yes i like that one um the cuda 70 says d lineman so i i like that i don't i don't know that they have to be specific about which position on the offensive line go get the best player on the line you can get and then supplement that otherwise around it. Like make, yep. I'm not saying, oh, though they need a great tackle and they could use maybe a backup guard. What if the best offensive lineman they get is a guard? Then you do that. Or the other way, I just made up positions. I'm not saying I really felt that way about right. the either position, but just go get the best player you can. You know, I'm kind of the same way with, with, uh, with maybe the secondary, if they don't re-sign, Toro Edmonds, like, do you want to go get a corner or safety? Why don't you go get the best one you can get, um, regardless, you know, a secondary player, and then go from there. So, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, like like Cher Richards says here, best yep, available great. player depends on cap space. Yeah, and now the Steelers. You're 100%, you're 100% yeah. right there, Sherry, because you're not going to go get the best available player if he's going to gobble up way more cap space than we're wanting to give up there. You're, you're right. I mean, that yeah, all exactly. has to be taken into account. Yeah, it's this, and that's what I think we forget sometimes too. It, it's a complicated equation to put together a roster. Yeah, I mean it's complicated. Yeah, I got to trust. You, yeah, another one of those where you've got to trust that the Steelers have an equation figured out and are trying their best to follow the equation they've come up with. My my point is. They didn't do it last year for a reason, but I will say this. Spend money on the offensive line. Spend money. Spend money. Uh, Kyle, what's the question was? Uh, if, if it's already passed. It was uh, best uh, a position that the Steelers will add in free agency. So what the reason I say that is because, look, the Steelers had Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro that they were spending money on. Did and they even had Alejandro Villanueva in there? I don't think anybody on the offensive line last year made what Villanueva made in his last year with the Steelers, the year before, in 2020. And he was the he wasn't even there was other guys like Pouncey, like DeCastro, making more money than him. So my thing is, if you're you're not spending anything on the offensive line, now, could they have gone out last year and said, oh, we need to spend some money on the offensive line because we're not spending any of it on it? Well, the cap went down, one. And two, the whole DeCastro thing happened in June. 
Oh, you know, yeah. that just screwed up everything. But now you know that you are not using much money for the offensive line. You are dealing with a bunch of guys. You know, they don't have a guy under contract. They have two guys under contract that aren't on rookie deals. And that is Joe Hegg and Zach Banner. And neither of them are starters. So, so take that chunk of money and invest it back that you used to spend on the offensive line and, and go back and spend it there. You like that? Do it. That's my little rant at the end. So, all right. Well, that's that's, rants. <laughs> that's my closing thoughts for tonight. All right. Rich, what are your closing thoughts for tonight? All right. How, how deep and philosophical do you want me to get? <laughs> as much as you want to. Um, I do. I okay, want to bring up a good, comment. Because it's the offseason and I'm not yeah. really going to get that deep and philosophical. Yeah. Yet. Before you go, Brian Brown said, whatever I did. To get kicked out of the chat, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend her. I'm saying what? No, what you did was you answered the question too soon. <laughs> That's all you did. And, and, don't, and don't worry. We're not. We're, we're not. Don't, don't worry, Brian Brown. There were a lot of people with yeah, you. Yeah, you were. Yes, yes. They, you you all went went down together. We will say. So, you know what? Maybe that's going to be my final <laughs> thought. Listen closely, people. When we get to our final question, we say it verbally, but you are not allowed to answer until we put it in writing. There because you go. Oh. it'll distract us from giving our answers. That's why. Correct. So, yeah. so, and we don't want to be influenced by you all. No. No. So. Hey, you know, folks, just want to let you all know, you know, Dave and I are going to be coming at you every Tuesday still. Okay. Some weeks we're going to be deep into Steeler stuff. Other weeks you're going to have to put up with Dave's rants. I apologize <laughs> for that. But if I've had to put up with them for, you know, 40 years, it's about time some of you can join in my misery. Um, so, you know, some nights are going to be light. Some, ni some nights are going to be deep. The, the biggest thing is this. One thing you will always hear from us is about the Steelers. Because that's what we are. That's why we get together. Dave and I, I mean, gee whiz, Dave, how many years have we talked Steelers? When did you start getting to the point where we where we started talking Steelers? How old were you? Oh, I was probably about fifth grade when I was when I was doing youth league football. Yeah. Yeah. So that was what, 10? Yeah. 10 right. or 11? Yeah. Yeah. So it's so, been a long time. 30 years. And, and, and a lot of these nights are just still you and me sitting around talking like we would when we shared a bedroom. Yep. Talking about football. Um, I hope you join us because, you know, one week from night, we're going to be right back here. Mm -hmm. And I can't wait. 